the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Dennis Prager here. Thanks for listening to the Daily Dennis Prager Podcast. To hear the entire three hours of my radio show, commercial-free, every single day, become a member of PragerTopia. You'll also get access to 15 years' worth of archives, as well as the Daily Show Prep. Subscribe at PragerTopia.com. Hello, my friends. Welcome to the Dennis Prager Show. I meant to mention yesterday, I was off Monday and Tuesday, just for safety's sake, because I I got uh, over the weekend, I tested positive for COVID, along with Bill Gates and a lot of other people. And it was, I wouldn't even say it was like the flu, it was much milder than the flu. It was milder, actually, than a bad cold. So, that's that's the good news. So, I did not talk to you about something that preoccupied me, believe it or not. I say believe it or not, because you will under, which you will understand in a moment, it is not a very serious issue, but it preoccupied me, and I am not particularly interested in horse racing. I have absolutely nothing against it. I'm just, I'm not interested in everything. I'm interested in a lot. But this was riveting. The most famous horse race on earth, I think it's been going on for over 130 years, the Kentucky Derby annual race. The horse that won the odds against that horse were 80 to 1. Rich Strike. I watched that race at least four times. It doesn't take long to watch. How long is the race? I gotta, is, it a, is it two minutes? Yeah, so how long is that? One and a half minutes? Two minutes? Yeah, anyway, so you can easily watch it four times. It's not like a car race. And the guy was in last, and he was expected to come in last. (laughs) And watching him go from last to first was as dramatic a sporting event as I have ever seen. I'm not saying it was more than any I've ever seen, but I've never seen anything more dramatic. One and a quarter miles. That's right. He was. He was. Uh, he was. He was only in the race because some horse had to back out. I think four days earlier. So it's 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 what makes sports that exciting, because truly anything can happen. A lot of people lost a lot of money, I presume. The question that I have 
is did anybody bet a lot of money on Rich Strike? Did anybody become, I mean, no, no, people don't gain fortunes on these things, I presume, but did anybody, let's say you bet, if you bet $1,000 on Rich Strike, you got back $80,000. Not bad for two minutes' work. But did anybody bet $1,000 even? Uh, and who who do you give credit to? The horse entirely, the jockey entirely, both half half. You really should watch it. Put in the Kentucky Derby 2022, and watch the aerial view, the helicopter view, where they show you, they illustrate on the video where the horses are and you will you will see something and you, you won't believe it maybe the jockey was brilliant and just decided I'm not going to go at the same exact pace as everybody else that's too fast in the beginning if you're a horse aficionado I wonder how you reacted these are fun things these are very important things in life to get distracted that's what sports and late-night television used to serve as distractions because life needs them. way to tune out of one's problems. Not permanently. Some people do that. That's, that's a bad problem. But to, but to do so periodically is a good thing. A distraction. Sometimes there are healthy distractions. This is a healthy, and it's not an unhealthy distraction, sports. Obviously, one can OD on it. But that has been deprived to us by the people who ruin everything they touch, the left, because they have ruined, they did ruin, certainly for over a year, virtually every sport. Bet Midler would like them to continue to ruin every sport. She came out with an announcement that every woman should take a knee at the national anthem because they're living in such an oppressive country. But Bet Midler is an ignoramus, as, as are uh, most uh, of these activists. They have no idea that the United States has the most liberal, the most radical abortion laws in the world, I think with the possible exception of Japan, certainly in the Western world. See our video on this. PragerU has a video on what it's like, abortion laws are like, in Norway and France and Belgium and Germany, and you will understand how narcissistic these pro-choice activists are in assuming that if, if it doesn't go entirely their way, they're oppressed. People who do not understand the word have raped the word, like, like the resistance, taking the word f- for the French resistance to Nazis, which, if you were caught, you were tortured to death in the most horrific ways. And they took that word 
to oppose Donald Trump, for which you not only weren't tortured, you were rewarded. Everything they touch, they ruin. Anyway, you should watch it. Kentucky Derby 2022. There's a family in Indiana that won $25,000 because they like the name. That's a riot. All right. I mean, it's a nice win, but we're not talking about getting rich. So the question, the oh, that's interesting. There's no uh, way for the the Derby to announce, you know, the, without telling the name, of course. But somebody got a hundred thousand dollars out of it, or whatever. Right, we have, you haven't found it. Okay, it doesn't. It wouldn't make sense. I wonder if the owner bet on the horse. Oh, God. The last time this happened is more than 100 years ago. That a horse had greater odds against it winning than Rich Strike. I think it was 90 to 1. This was 80 to 1. I love it. Bette Midler says every woman and girl should take a knee during the national anthem. Well. Hmm. Actress in the column, it notes, Actress Mia Farrow vowed to always take a knee for the Star Spangled Banner so long as racial injustice persists. Mia Farrow is... uh, very damaging effect on Woody Allen's life. You wouldn't think I'd be interested in that subject, but I I felt I have felt bad for him. I don't believe that he molested his daughter. I'm not talking about the 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 daughter of Mia Farrow that he married and he's had a long marriage with. I mean that's it's certainly shall we say not your normal uh, choice of spouse. Okay. But uh, I'm talking about the charge that he molested once. He's, he's, uh, the daughter, not his daughter, and, but, but the daughter he was raising. So with Mia Farrow, people don't molest one person one time. Back in a moment. Inflation is at a 40-year high. You know it, and you feel it every day. We're paying considerably more for gas, groceries, and really just about everything. Take charge of your money right now. Use the equity in your home to consolidate debt and lower your monthly expenses. These impressive men, Andrew and Todd, at andrewandtodd.com, know what you're going through. Andrew and Todd aren't brokers, they're bankers who handle your refi loan personally from start to finish 
and they're always in your corner. Visit andrewandtodd.com to beat inflation by lowering your monthly expenses and protect your greatest asset, your home. Andrew and Todd at Sierra Pacific Mortgage share your values. I trust them. That's why I work with them. Get started now. Go to andrewandtodd.com for a quick mortgage checkup. No obligations. Use the equity in your home before it's too late. Go to andrewandtodd.com. That's andrewandtodd.com. Hello, y'all. Dennis Prager here. Let's see. That's uh, amazing. <laughs> got, a, got a number of calls from Louisville, Kentucky, which makes sense given the Kentucky Derby. I'm curious. Louisville, Jim, hello. This person, I hope I don't lose you, but the trainer said the other day that he had friends that bet $70,000 on the horse. And Churchill Downs has a pick four called a Superfecta. And if you pick the top four, you would have won on Saturday on a $1 bet. Did anybody? Uh, There had to be a few, I guess. That would be a real story if they would find out who bet. I think people would would announce it. it, People would be thrilled to hear it. Gosh. Yeah, to have picked the top four. Do you have to pick the top four in order or just the top four? The top four in order. And oh, man, give me a break. Horse <laughs> no, yeah, it would be odd. But yeah, boy, if, if somebody, I'll tell you that, yeah, if somebody picked the top four in order, I'd like to speak to them and ask them what stocks to buy. <laughs> that's that's a riot. Okay, Minneapolis and Joe, hello. Hey, Dennis. Yeah. Um, that horse was claimed, I believe. That was the the owner of that horse bought that horse for thirty thousand out of a claiming race, which is for the, you know, people put the horses they don't maybe think are going to do as well, and they put them in claiming races. So, hey, the other thing I want to ask you is, how come all you guys let Dr. Dre off? You know, after his Super Bowl appearance, you know, he was in the New York Times. They did an expose on him beating women. You know, and all right, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know about it, and, and you can't sneak in another topic. <laughs> I'm sorry, I have no, I have no comment because I have no knowledge. Okay, and uh, back to Louisville and Paul. Hello, Paul. It is truly an honor to speak to you, sir. Thank you. Uh, adding on to what Jim said earlier about the uh, the superfecta and the, the derby. The, according to Churchill Downs, the the betting on uh, that horse totaled a little over five hundred thousand dollars. So, if that includes the superfecta, then there was only mathematically there could only be one one dollar bet on that horse. Right, but there's uh, no claim that it th- that there was a superfecta vote. Uh, bet, well, me, I bet. mean, the, 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 yes, there there has to be, there has to be, or they wouldn't know what the what the, the payoff uh-huh. was. Oh, interesting. The payoff is is calculated based on the pool of dollars divided by the number of dollars. Uh-huh. What so did you? Who did you bet on? If their pool has a hundred thousand, and there were two one dollar bets, everybody, each person gets fifty thousand. Who did you bet on? 
uh, no one, uh, because I lose when I bet. <laughs> You're with me. <laughs> exactly. I I make $5 bets with one of the good guys here at my home station in the sales department. And he has a uh, the $5 bills of any of the bets that he won uh, up at his desk. What people don't know are the many more bets that he lost, which I spend or give to Sean for M&M peanuts. <laughs> oh, well, anyway, thank you for calling in. That is, uh, that is fun. Marty, Beaumont, California, hello. Hello, Dennis. Uh, enjoyed your appearance with uh, David Rubin last night. Yeah, I enjoyed um, being there. Uh, didn't care much for the venue. It was hard to see. But anyway, what because we were so close together, it facilitated talking to people around it, which was really interesting. Uh-huh. Uh, there was two doctors behind me. Right. Um, uh, they were to see Jared, uh, David. And there was a young couple. She was Vietnamese. They're engaged. Uh, they were there to see David. Um, they knew very little about uh, uh, Prager U, and uh, they knew something about uh, you, Dennis. Um, sort of like how I got my daughter to go see you and 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 Adam Corolla. She was there to see Adam. But anyway. Uh, what was really, really nice, I became an evangelist for PragerU last night. Thank uh, you. And, and, you know, it was so much fun uh, being able to do that. And, you know, just, you know, I listen to you every day. But I was really impressed with how funny uh, Dave Rubin is. He oh, is yeah. He, he, he would be a stand-up comic if he were not involved in the... Uh, the, the serious, serious subjects of life. A man who combines uh, both is, is uh, Adam Carolla. He uh, he combines incredible humor and insights into life. Uh, I mean, great humor should always be insights into life. But they're both very talented, and they're both very bright. And they're both on our side on virtually every issue. It is not possible to be on our side if you pursue truth. It is not possible not to be on our side. I, I hope I said it right the first time. The day that truth becomes your primary desire, you leave the left. You could stay a liberal, but you leave the left. That, that's, that is a certitude. You cannot be committed to truth and be a leftist. This was always true from Lenin to your local university. You can't be committed to truth and say men give birth. Just to give one of the many, many examples. Or to say America is systemically racist. Washington Post thinks that the George Washington University should be renamed and uh, keeps the name Washington Post. Columbia University is for dropping Columbus Day, but keeps the name Columbia University. This, this doesn't bother them. That's the, One of the beauties of being on the left is you're never troubled by moral, logical, 
or logical inconsistencies. They, they mean nothing to you. You say what feels good, not what does good. It's in the age of feelings. Read my last column last week. The age of absurdity, which is what we live in. I have a lot more to share with you. Stay tuned. The fight for the unborn is raging in our country. An unprecedented leak from the Supreme Court indicates that Roe v. Wade is on the brink of being overturned. During this critical time, a new movie is about to be released. The award-winning film, The Matter of Life, cuts through the rhetoric and hatred and exposes the real issues surrounding the plight of the unborn. The Matter of Life will be in theaters nationwide for two nights only, May 16 and 17. If you care about protecting the unborn, this is a movie you will not want to miss. Go to fathomevents.com to receive your tickets for a theater near you for May 16th or 17th and have your own life transformed as you watch The Matter of Life. That's fathomevents.com, F-A-T-H-O-M-events.com. There's a battle taking place in America, whether you are pro-choice or pro-life. You should see this film. Hello, my friends. Dennis Prager here. Many of you are familiar with the Killing series of Bill O'Reilly with Martin Dugard. They are unputdownable books, whether it was killing Kennedy, killing mafia people, killing of Indians in the formation of the country. It's a huge series, and the latest is now out, titled Killing the Killers, The Secret War Against Terrorists. Every one of them has been a number one bestseller, and I might add, for good reason. They combine easy read with a vast amount of information. Bill, good to have you back on. Mr. Prager, thanks for having me in. We got good news last night. Killing the Killers will debut on the New York Times list at number one. That's 18 number one bestsellers. So, How many killing books do you have? This is the 11th, and then I had seven nonfiction. Other books hit number one. But this is the best reporting I've ever done in my career, Dennis, and you and I have known each other for a long time. And um, we were able to get national security advisors going all the way back to David Petraeus and the Bush administration up to the end of the Trump administration to basically tell us what exactly happened in the trackdown and assassinations of the biggest terror leaders in the world. And the information has never been put forth before. The public doesn't know anything about it. And um, I, in the first five days, we sold more than 100,000 copies, so I know there's a, a knowledge appetite for the war on terror because it certainly has not gone away. People, do you think people think it has gone away? Somewhat, because Putin obscures the danger with his uh, shenanigans. Um, I actually um, have a part of the book that deals with America's weaponry and how that's actually constraining Putin. So he'd be a lot worse if we didn't have these space weapons that could obliterate Putin in 10 minutes. The reason, of course, we don't do it is because that could invite a nuclear response. But um, I think Americans are a little bit uh, distracted from the danger. 
But if you go back to the Afghan debacle, and that's how we close killing the killers with the 18 U.S. service people being killed in Kabul airport because of the Biden administration's incompetence, and that's certainly what it was, uh, al-Qaeda is reconstituting in uh, Afghanistan, and ISIS is back in Iraq. So why would they be doing that? For one reason only, they want to kill infidels, and the American public's at the top of that infidel list. That's right. That's why I think it's an important book. So who's the greatest threat right now in the Islamist world? Iran. Hmm. Iran's the greatest threat because it has the power of a nation allied with Putin. And Iran, unlike the jihadists, uh, al-Qaeda and ISIS, and Boko Haram in Africa, Iran is a pretty sophisticated apparatus. In fact, even today they're trying to hunt down former Secretary of State Pompeo and kill him in retaliation for the United States waxing Soleimani. And we go into that in great detail. Um, you're going to you're gonna love it. Though. I so will. I have no it. doubt about it. It's sitting right in front you're, of you're, me. You're, you're the kind of guy yeah. who every page is going to go, uh-huh. I didn't know that. Yeah, no, I, you're absolutely right, actually. Well, how devastating was Soleimani's death to, uh, to Iran? Um, huge. He was the uh, leader of the secret police inside Iran and the terror outfits outside Iran. That's Hezbollah, somewhat Hamas. Somewhat, but Hezbollah is their big one. Um, And, you know, Soleimani was a guy who was all over the place. I mean, he was with Putin. Um, In fact, we pick up Soleimani's last day on Earth when he travels from Iraq, where he tried to get the American embassy burned down, but the Marines saved it. And then he goes to Syria, to Damascus, to meet with Assad. And that's where the CIA pick him up. Um, There was a CIA spotter in the uh, airport at Damascus. And then we trace almost minute by minute his last movements until a Hellfire missile blows him off the face of the earth shortly after midnight after he lands back in Baghdad. That's got to be one of the great stories of the book. The book is Killing the Killers. I'm going to continue with Bill O'Reilly in a moment. I'm I'm telling you, it's a real achievement. I'm very curious who came up with the idea. I'll ask him when we come back. Folks, you've noted in your gut that something just wasn't right about the 2020 election, and now you will have something pretty close to proof in Dinesh D'Souza's explosive new documentary, 2,000 Mules. You'll see jaw-dropping evidence of exactly how the Democrats cheated during the election. Now, I don't know if it made the difference. It might well have. You can't believe it was a fully honest election after you see this film. Drawing on meticulous research from election integrity group True the Vote, 2000 Mules uses both cell phone geo-tracking data and video evidence to uncover a massive network of illegal ballot trafficking in all five key swing states. Thousands across the country attended the nationwide theatrical release. Now you can watch from the comfort of your own home. Watch on any device with a web browser. See the movie that President Donald Trump calls a real blockbuster. Go to SalemNow.com to watch today. That's SalemNow.com, sponsored by Salem Media Group. Hey everybody, Dennis Prager with you. Great to be with you. Next week... All things uh, going according to schedule, I will be speaking 
and this is, I admit, a first. Neither alone is a first, but both in the same week. I will be speaking next week in Hungary and Alaska. (laughs) Yep, next week. I fly next Friday, a week from Friday, from Budapest, Hungary, to Anchorage, Alaska. Not only that, which is 22 hours just flying, but upon arrival, I will have a talk in Anchorage. (laughs) So, that's, that's a very shall we say, interesting trip and week. I started last hour by noting the Kentucky Derby win of Rich Strike. Sean, for some blessed reason, uh, put down uh, $10,000 on Rich Strike and ended up with $800,000. The beauty of that is that he's still working with me. No matter how rich Sean gets, he stays with me. Is that fair to say, Sean? Yeah. So that's... The course was 80 to 1. I can't get over it, and I don't even follow horse racing, but it's it's the longest odds odds in a winner at Kentucky Derby in over 100 years. You've got to watch it. If you have zero interest in horse racing, it's it's under two minutes, just watch it. Course comes from last to first at at the very last moment. I think that those are the things that just make sports unique, as is life. Who goes from last to first in 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 a matter of of seconds? That's nah, not what Joe Biden did. Don't start me. Don't start me. It's a very poor comment. I, 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 under normal circumstances, I'd put you in the punishment room. But it's not normal circumstances. Sean actually did uh, place 10 bucks on um, Nebulizer's elbow. And the amazing thing is Nebulizer's elbow did not race. All right, my friends. By the way, talking about the absurd, so I may, uh, this is one of my uh, Hall of Fame moments of radio. I don't know when I said it. Was it six months ago, a year ago, out of nowhere? And sometimes I pay a price for being able to say the absurd with a completely straight face. So I said with a completely straight face, even if you don't see my face, you know what I mean. It's truly deadpan. I mentioned out of nowhere uh, uh, one of the many absurdities that enter my mind for no discernible reason other than I love the absurd. So I said at some point, you know, folks, wife in Sanskrit means she who finds flaws in her husband. 
And you have no idea how many people have said to me at meet and greets before lectures around the country, you know, that Sanskrit definition of wife? Boy, did that hit home. (laughs) I had actually forgotten that I said it. I only remember it because of the number of people who have who have mentioned it to me. Well, there you go. That was a precious moment. Hey, I reported to you this yesterday, and it, it's a, an ongoing, unresolvable dilemma for me. So I try to bring you new things on, on a, a regular basis. But then I realized that these very dramatic and important things are forgotten. You hear something once, even I don't remember it necessarily because you're bombarded with so many new things. It's just that's the nature of of news and reporting, talk radio, news, whatever it might be. But I can't let this go that Oregon has passed the Menstrual Dignity Act. Sean pushed for it tremendously. He, he, he's, uh, he has an MDA. He, uh, he has a degree in menstrual dignity, and it, it's a beautiful thing. This is what, this is what uh, Oregon has gone out of its mind. And, but they've elected this governor, this Kate Brown, who's a crackpot. Requires all K to 12, K to 12, kindergarten, to provide free sanitary products to students. That's right. There will be menstrual aids, or they were, why did they used to have the name feminine products? What was the name? Feminine hygiene products. In all elementary and middle school boys' restrooms. Instructions on how to use tampons and pads will be posted in all bathrooms. Uh, There's no doubt, this is not like betting on rich strike. This is betting on a given. Most boys are going to use them as uh, sort of like snowballs. There will be tampon fights. (laughs) There's no doubt in my mind. These tampons in the boys' restrooms will not survive uh, very long. They, they will survive as long as a snowball uh, in uh, in a in a hot zone, uh, and and that that is a deserved fate, I might add. Uh, I I would salute those guys who uh, mock mock this idiocy. Okay. Now, let's see here. You can hear the shuffling of papers. Okay, this is really important. I only mentioned this in passing. Even the New York Times now reports it. They always report afterwards the damage that the policies that they actually encouraged have wrought. 
there is there is no self awareness on the left. Just that's the way it works. When COVID nineteen, the title is, new research is showing the high costs of long school closures. I love that new research. Gee, how come I knew it without new research? My anger at teachers and teachers' unions on behalf of the children of America is so intense, I have to control it. Just talking about it, I actually feel anger welling up in me. If you, if you do not hate the teachers' unions, it means you do not love students. You have a choice, my friends. It's like the, the Bible has a great line. If you love God, you must hate evil. If you love children, you must hate the teachers' unions. Okay, if you don't hate the teachers' unions, uh, then you don't love children. I don't care. You can protest all you like. Oh, what are you talking about? I love both. That, that you, you love, you can't love those who crush those you love. It means that you don't have the courage to say, I hate teachers' unions. And every teacher who supports a teachers' union is doing evil to children. That is the state of the United States of America. And it is as clear as anything could be. There is something corrupt in your conscience if you cannot acknowledge that. This doesn't mean every teacher is evil. I never said it. I don't think it. It means the teachers' unions and the teachers who support the teachers' unions are ruining students in America. They have been for decades. This, this is a study in the New York Times, the Bible of the left. Towels just don't seem to dry you anymore. They feel soft and lotiony in the store, but you get them home and they don't absorb. Well, Mike Lindell at MyPillow found that out around 2006 and towels changed forever. He found the best towel company right here in the USA. They have proprietary technology to create towels that feel soft, but actually work. And that happens to be true. I use them. They are all made with USA cotton, and they come with the MyPillow 60-day money-back guarantee. Six-piece set, two bath, two hand towels, two washcloths. Regularly $109.99, now $39.99. Just go to MyPillow.com and click on the new radio listener specials and get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the towels, by entering the promo code Prager or call 800-761-6302 for these great radio specials. MyPillow.com, promo code Prager. Hi, everybody. I'm speaking with Dinesh D'Souza, who's an extraordinarily successful documentary, 2,000 Mules. can be seen at SalemNow.com. And I, I read all of the major media attacks on the film, and I began with the Washington Post. I did this, by the way, Dinesh, you might find this of interest, when I when I have a dialogue with, with the Governor DeSantis in Florida at a PragerU event just a few months ago, a month ago, I simply uh, read uh, every New York Times attack on him <laughs> and had him respond. And it is, and I'm doing this with you now, and it's so effective. 
because they would never do this. They would never say, you know, here are what conservatives say about you, and, and then uh, well, I'd like you to respond. They, they don't have that. We're, we're, we welcome uh, such debates. In fact, you told me uh, they might be having a dialogue with you at the Washington Post. Yeah, I requested it because this guy, Philip Bump, the fellow you're talking about, has written like seven articles on this topic. They all kind of say the same thing, but in different ways. And finally, I said, I said, hey, Mr. Bump, would you be open to doing a public debate about this? He goes, no. But he goes, maybe we can do a point counterpoint in The Washington Post. So I go, you know what? I'm game for that. Uh, and this is the point. I mean, you know, on our side, whenever I see critiques of the movie, I put them out on my own social media. Why? Because I want my viewers, my audience to see the movie, read the critiques, and then sort of adjudicate. The left never does that. They will never share. In fact, in fact, there was an article in media yesterday or today basically saying, we've seen 2,000 meals, so you don't have to. <laughs> so it's like, watch us blast it, and then you don't need to go see it. In fact, they're a little scared, I believe, for Democrats to see it, because I'm assuming most Democrats don't want to win by election fraud either. Yes, exactly. One would hope in in any event. So I want you to know, with regard to what he said, this the smoking gun. I want everybody to hear this. Uh, Dinesh recounted it from the beginning of the Washington Post piece, and it's a very long opening about how this is a smoking gun about the inauthenticity of Dinesh's arguments. It turns out that his argument that it wasn't even necessary to have this geo, uh, what is it, geo... Geo-tracking. Geo-tracking. So listen to this. You may not even know this. I just uh, I just got this from my uh, source of, of all information, my wife. Neither of those guys in Atlanta who have been charged with killing that little girl were had been indicted until after the cell phone data was made available. The indictments came down over a year after the shooting. The one guy who had been arrested two weeks after the shooting had been denying his involvement in his involvement ever since. So it's so the op- it's the opposite of what the guy wrote in the Washington Post. Exactly. He acted as though as though because the guy was identified, they get, they had him. But no, they had him, but they didn't have any evidence on him. And that's the point until the geo yes. placed him at the exact spot where he would have had to do the shooting. So I wonder if PolitiFact will give this guy a uh, uh, a, a Pinocchio four Pinocchios. No, in fact, to be honest, Mediaite, when they said, you know, what I just said about, you know, you don't have to watch the movie, they were referring to this guy. They were, you know, these guys all quote each other. That's right. Their whole strategy, even, right. when they, even when they talk about geotracking, what they do is they shop around for an academic who will say, oh, geotracking is only accurate to, you know, 30 feet. And, and that guy's relying on an article circa like 2009, you know, and, and we all know that GPS, geotracking, is not is not then what it used to be now. So we are, it's much more reliable today than it was in the past. Here's a, here's a question for you. Why did they need then, and why will they need in the future, drop boxes when they could use the U.S. Postal Service? 
No, the whole point was they were, quote, making it easy to vote. Now, it's really important to know how this was pushed, because it wasn't just the cities and counties that did it. Uh, it was also the Zuckerberg guys. What, what, what the Zuckerberg front groups did is they went to the cities and counties and they said, we've got an a-, a giant allocation of money and we're going to be able to write you a fat check. But in order to get this check, you've got to agree to have lots and lots of drop boxes, particularly in these, you know, they didn't say democratic, but urban areas, wink, wink. And so the point I'm trying to make is private external money was used as leverage and muscle to get these cities and counties to agree to install all these drop boxes. I'm not saying Zuckerberg knew about the mules, but I'm saying that without these mail and drop boxes, the mules would have no place to go. So they can't, they wouldn't be able to use and, and therefore really not be caught because there are so many more post boxes than drop boxes. That's not, it's not a possibility. Well, the other, the other thing that would be really helpful is the election rules actually call for surveillance on drop boxes. And many of these states and cities said, we will do it, but they didn't, in fact, do yeah, it. Yeah, they in didn't fact, do it. You did it. They didn't do it. <laughs> and so, you know, in fact, Ben Shapiro was talking about the movie. He's like, I'd like to see the same mule at 10 different drop boxes. Well, you know what? If there was footage on those 10 different drop boxes, you would. But what if it's the case that, that Georgia only had their surveillance camera on and pointed in the right direction at one drop box? You're not going to get the footage, not because the guy wasn't there. His phone shows you he was at the other drop boxes. There just wasn't surveillance to show his picture. That's the, so that's the answer, correct? Because I'm asked that a lot, too. Why don't we see the same person at many drop boxes, but we have the data of their phone at many drop boxes? Is that the answer? Yeah, the answer is this, Dennis, that your cell phone has a distinctive ID that is just as much of a digital fingerprint as if you left a drop of blood and they got your DNA. It's your phone. Now, you could give your phone to your wife, but then, but that your phone was at that location is not open to doubt. And here's the key point. That's actually even better evidence, just like DNA is better evidence than an eyewitness. Right. Because eyewitnesses can be mistaken, people can look sort of similar, but if your DNA is at so, it's kind of like we have a serial killer, you know, he's gone to five different homes, we have his DNA at all five, but there's only one of the homes at video surveillance. And then Ben Shapiro's like, well, I don't see him in the video at all the five homes. Yeah, but I can prove definitively he was there. It just so happens that the only place that had a video camera right. was one of the homes. That, that's look at the really important. By the way, it's ironic. He ends his piece quoting me. Their ability to keep their side ignorant is total, radio host Dennis Prager said during the pundit panel portion of the film. It's an interesting commentary on how partisan belief works, certainly. God, it's just a statement about their world. It is partisan belief. It is. And, and I think he's, you know... All right, hold on a sec. Not- we'll, we'll get your reaction. Another segment coming up with Dinesh D'Souza. You can see 2,000 Mules at SalemNow.com. The Dennis Prager Show. Dennis Prager here. Thanks for listening to the Daily Dennis Prager Podcast. To hear the entire three hours of my radio show, commercial-free, every single day, become a member of PragerTopia. You'll also get access to 15 years' worth of archives, as well as the daily show prep. Subscribe at PragerTopia.com. 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.